This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. In a touching show of love and respect, the Guitar Center in Hollywood is unveiling a beautiful Eddie Van Halen mural today. Not to be outdone, the Pat Smart in Burbank is unveiling a new mural of Glenn Danzig, demanding the store accepts his expired $2 off cat litter coupon. A true work of art. The Metal Injection Livecast starts now. Yeah, he needs his kitty little baby. Welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast. It's Rob here with Noah, Sid, and Derinsky. Howdy. And uh, welcome to another excellent edition of the show, the final Metal Injection Livecast of January 2021. uh, January's done. We're one twelfth of the way through with the year. That's kind of crazy to think about. And we thank you. Yes, yes. When you when you say 2021, it sounds like you're saying toy toy. 20 toy toy toy. May it, 20 may, toy. It, may it not be as bad as 2020 toy toy. Mm. Toy, toy, toy toy toy. Exactly. And uh, we hope you spent at least four of these days with us because it's Tuesday. We're live Tuesdays, six ish Eastern. Uh, and we hope you could join us because if you do, you can give us a call 213 wide nut. It's 213-943-3688. And we have a special guest. We have Garcinia Hall from Two Minutes Late Night. He's going to be uh, joining us in just a few minutes. And I do want to mention, if if you want even more live casts than all the free archives that we provide for you, if you want even more than that, you can join our Patreon, patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast for as little as $5 a month. You get access to at least two bonus episodes and a bunch of other fun stuff. You have access to all of our archives. And uh, we uh, kicked it off this year with the Livecast Hall of Fame. We started off with Iron Sheik and Douglas Levison at the top of the month. And then uh, February 1st, we recorded a brand new Live cast Hall of Fame episode. We had so much fun doing it, the format that we continue and we did a deep dive on uh, one of our favorite live cast callers, perhaps the favoriteist, Shlomo Choina. And uh, and we spent some time revisiting the IO digital cable song and analyzed it uh, to a point that I feel like we've never really analyzed it before and, and found the true depth of this commercial yeah so you could get all of that on our patreon patreon.com slash metal injection live cast does that sound is that is that good sounds good yeah. works for me no, t- no take it again from the top <laughs> put a little part more your spirit hair. in it part your hair on the other side and do it again which side is it parted on i don't know that's for him to figure it's out it's equally parted it's halfway <laughs> Rob's right, part is like where his hair and forehead meets. It just goes up. <laughs> uh, we have a special guest uh, coming on. Let's bring, let's bring him on in. Yeah. Why not? Let's bring him in. He's in He's the waiting room. The artist known as Garcinio Hall. We have Jordan on. Hello, Jordan. He's muted. And he's muted. 
That's how we like our guests. Just, yeah. just visual. Am I not? Am I unmuted? There now? we are. There you, you are. There good. Go. I. That's the first time I've been brought into a Zoom, and it was like, "You're muted. Would you like to not be muted?" I was like, "Yeah, man." <laughs> for it's, sure. It's a welcome. Thank you like you to control the muting. Yeah. We look were at hoping your, that you could look at your wrestling here. background with with uh with fireworks. That's fun. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm entering the Royal Rumble. That that's that's the thing. You know, we have we do a video version. Brad. Yes, <laughs> we do a video version for our patrons. We throw little Easter eggs as our as our background. Oh, fun! That's great. Well, I'm glad to be. I'm. Vid- I don't know how to make the back. I'm like, I don't know how to do a background yet. I don't know if my computer is updated or ready for that. Uh, so this is what you get. You get my office. Wait, you know how to mash up uh, different musicians together while you play music, but you don't know how to do a Zoom background. I don't know how to. It's, here's the thing. It's all in I post. Like, it's all. Uh, I have like a limited amount of space for what I know how to do. You know, <laughs> I know how to. I, I like I'm new. I'm new to Zoom business in general gotcha. but here we are i'm happy to be here with you guys i love this i love the cat litter Thank i love you. it's triple is that triple h and lemmy yes, yes. <laughs> love that you love to see it oh they have matching hair. beards <laughs> they yeah, do I was they have gonna, mutton chops now we, we told noah to sync up her beard with ours but she forgot i couldn't grow it fast <laughs> enough that's what i get for doing laser <laughs> <laughs> laser mutton chop removal for sure yeah i just got to get and this it, part removed everything else and uh jordan you were in new york city proper and and much like noah you escaped you left the city yes i did well kind of i mean it, like uh i i stayed to the end of my lease and then my landlord was like i'm selling the building and so for me, it was like, all right, I'm going to look I'm I'm going to look at other apartments, but I'm also going to see, I guess, what's available uh, with more space since I'm inside all the time. I got a dog. I can't really go to the parks anymore because at the time everyone was just picnicking because it was all you could do. Um, and I found uh, I just found a little house that was the same amount of rent that I was paying for my apartment, just an hour outside of the city. So that's what I just, I just did that. You're, you're a suburban dad now. Yeah. <laughs> Got to take care of my stinky little bat daughter. And uh, I'm, listen, giving her a proper amount of space. I, I'm liking dad life. I'm like, if this is, it's kind of nice. I like having more than one room to go into. That rules. Wow. Um, I like. I, I don't a little know, I bougie. Get to, <laughs> I get to be like band bougie. Like I get to. I'm like. I have a basement that I'm gonna put like amps and drums in. That's been the dream since I was like 12 years old. I never thought that I would ever uh, have a setup that I could do that in. So I'm just kind of. Uh, I'm achieving a weird little goal with this. Yeah, you so didn't. Re- is- you didn't know about the concept of renting as a 12 year old. So really changes everything not at all i mean here's the thing. i i'm also renting it so i can yeah. uh beat the shit out of it and then leave when i'm done whatever yeah said what um, you're saying is this a permanent move or are you once the pandemic like stops 
being pandemic-y, will you come back to the city? I guess it depends. I It kind of depends on what, uh, what two minutes really becomes. I think it depends on, you know, uh, if I can find a situation that's going to be... Uh, I think I'm I'm realizing that I'm enjoying all of this space, so it's 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 very calming. So I'm I'm gonna see just kind of what happens. I mean, the thing is, the thing I was most worried about moving out here is I was like, oh no, what about Vitus? And then I realized everyone who owns Vitus does not live in New York. They all live on like Long Island or in New Jersey. And I'm like, if they can do that, mm. I'll be I'll be fine. I'm not there every day yeah you could just hitch so, a ride with one of them for sure you know we'll make it work i just gotta go to the basement sometimes whatever or like can you just do the show from your basement now uh no i i we we will always be like when it's the show show it's gotta involve vitus i feel like that's a that like we're the show and vitus are connected uh, so that's why everything we're doing now is like decidedly a little different than the actual show. Mm. We're we're not trying to like figure out how to make the show uh, work out like like the full format talk show work outside of uh, Vitus. That's why we're trying new things. Yeah. Like this Friday, we're trying a new uh, live stream series called Splitsville. Which is gonna be? I don't. It's kind of like a live, like a live stream music video version of like old uh, '90s hardcore and punk seven-inch splits, where bands would cover each other. I think like uh, we have a theory that it could be like we're trying to make live streams a little bit. Just we're we're trying to spice them up and make them not just a concert to nobody, like mm-hmm. a little bit. Not just bands playing their sets, because um, I think that there's just there's something that no matter how cool someone's like full uh, concert can be, you, there's always that feeling that like you've seen them do this before and you've seen it with people and it's better. So we're trying to put bands in, in or, and come up with concepts uh, that puts bands in situations that you haven't seen them in before. So. We're trying it on Friday with uh, Caven and Every Time I Die. I think that it's kind of cool to have a, like, w- uh, a band like Caven that inspired Every Time I Die. And Every Time I Die is like a staple for, for, for punk and hardcore and metal. They're somehow in all, <laughs> in all mm. they're respected in all of the genres. And so I think that there's, uh, it's, there's something cool about a band like Every Time I Die getting to pay tribute to one of their biggest influences. And then Every Time I Die bringing eyes uh, towards Caven to people who, to the younger people who might not know who they are or not realize, uh, or the people who've heard newer Caven just realize uh, where they came from. That's awesome. So, how many songs are, is each band going to be playing? One. That's the that's that's the other thing with it is uh, it's two songs. So you're going to just see the bands go. Not much of a commitment. Not much of a. Well, you know, what? that's that's the weird part is it's been 
it's easy to get like certain members of bands and do the collab. Like when we do our weekly covers, there are, you know, we're kind of strategic with like who's available. Um, it's hard to get an entire band together. Like it took it. We've been planning Splitsville for months and it's been hard to get everybody together. Cause uh, at least with these two bands, they don't all live in the same place. They're, you know, they have partners. They're trying to figure out the right way to be safe and get together in a way that's uh, like going to be, you know, work best with COVID restrictions or whatever, have time to quarantine. So it took a while to put it together just for one song. So, but I also think that I want to, I want to see if, if uh, if a shorter version of a live stream will have more of an effect on, you know, people's attention. People don't sometimes people just don't want to watch a full hour and a half live stream from a band or, you know, they want to just get a taste. I, so we're putting a lot of effort into a short amount of time. So it's not going to be that big of a commitment. The ticket price, it's only five bucks and it's got exclusive merch that you can't get. Like you can only get it in the live stream uh, window, which is 24 hours and it loops. So there's, uh, you know, there's, there's bonuses to being a part of it. And it's not that big of a commitment from your time. And it's not that big of a, like an attack on your wallet or whatever. Where could people go to, to do this? Um, you can go to just tombedislatenight.com and there's, uh, there's links to how to get to our, to get to the stream, the stream is being done on Bandcamp. We're we're trying out the new Bandcamp uh, live stream platform. It seems great. Um, they're giving oh, so a lot much of new things. You're doing a lot of new things in <laughs> in like one one instance. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, you know, we were looking at building. We were like, all right, we'll build a website for live streaming. But then we saw that we have a really good following on Bandcamp because of uh, the covers and our our like small digital EP releases. So we were like, we have an audience there. It's a new platform, and they're giving. Uh, they're like for the first few months, they're just giving everything to the artists. They're just trying to get people using it. And we were like, essentially, this is what we were going to do anyway. Great. We already have an audience. Let's go for it. Let's try. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of Bandcamp. I feel it's like uh, because the the founders kind of like they had some other startup where they cashed out. So and this was right. like a total passion project for them. So it's it's all about the artists first. And you really feel it in like the the way they go about their uh their business model like they sometimes have uh like days where they don't take a cut at all where all the money goes yeah. to the artist and i think that's really really cool that is uh we have made use of every single Bandcamp friday for two minutes uh like digital releases mm -hmm. and uh and look at you now you're in a house it's paying for your house it's paying for my house yeah i we take like none of this shit it's all it's all for like we're like the whole project has been to try to help artists who are who can't fucking do anything right now it's hard especially oh, that's yeah. have you done anything for alex skolnick of testament 
We haven't. I don't. I don't. I would love to do something with Alex Golden. Like I He's don't. He's doing rap music now, yeah. so maybe yes. if you could help him stop doing that, that would be great. <laughs> that would be doing something. Wait, for us. wait, wait, wait. Yeah. He's he's rapping or he's playing guitar while no 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 oh, he, he is he's very is political very raps? political he's he's rapping about a very innovative topic that nobody <laughs> has touched which is that Trump is very bad yes oh well, seen, this is this oh, is from before the election let me play one this was the the second song it's should we do the second song or the first song the election because of yeah the he's the reason why yeah hundred percent he swung it. <laughs> yeah, people got on board with uh, with with his uh, with his Cheeto rap for sure. I'll, get, I'll give you a little trailer. This is like if you watched a, a sitcom in the '80s and somebody's uh, dad in the sitcom tried to rap. Oh no! Like. Yes. <laughs> it's like Jesse oh, and, okay. the, and Jesse and the Rippers. Was that the band from Full House? Yes. Like if Jesse did a hip hop side project. Okay, okay, here, here we go. We go. It's literally called Trump sucks. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so this is the second one. It's, it's a little jazzier. The other day I did a social media post. You should put. I think the first one better. Okay, hold on. Let this me, has got to be a bit. I'm looking at it now. This is a bit. No, 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 no. It's not a bit. Not no, a bit. not a bit. I mean, you I mean, tell, but... he thinks it's funny, but like it's like laugh with funny. Yeah. You know? He's not trying to be ridiculed. Put a lot of effort into this. Oh boy. Okay. Well, oh no, that was it. Because I was, <laughs> I was just taught. We just did like an interview with, uh, like Keith from Every Time I Die and Steve from Caven about uh, Splitsville, and Keith brought up the Judgment Night soundtrack mm, as one of his yes. favorite, mm -hmm. uh, like a musical, a classic, yeah, a yeah. musical collaboration. And I was like, I want to see. It's a shame that like rap rock or rap metal kind of didn't really go in that direction yeah um it kind of few it it what it became new metal and whatever you think about new metal uh is what you think about it but uh <laughs> it isn't the judgment night soundtrack yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and i think that i it's like when you said alex skolnick doing rap i was like oh fuck yeah thrash <laughs> thrashing and rap, finally, again, no, but that's not what's happening. It was an acoustic yeah. guitar out the gate. Responsive. You inspired me to write this song. This is dedicated to you. And it's a visual aid. Situation all across the nation. The White House is under occupation. And liberation from this administration is needed right now. No time for vacation. No regulation for clean air and water. He got water. to office and installed his own daughter? She serves no purpose except her. for appearance and the security clearance. Her husband Jared is I love that he ties analyzes is not I love that he put images on the iPad and is swiping through them like normally Yeah in just post production he he put the text on the screen, but he didn't put the images <laughs> on the screen. He's swiping through it like it's a PowerPoint. It's a multi It's mixed media. It's a mixed no, 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 media see, project. You do the captions. It's a very easy iMovie thing. Yeah. But to actually do the slideshow, you got to import the screenshots, arrange them. That's way above his pay grade. Yeah. You know? There are no regulations for clean air and water. How do you use an iPad? Got to ask my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> he just Dude. wants to finger tap the iPad. 
So I want I want to play a little bit of the of the follow up, which is a, is a message we all get behind. Scoley uh, D. Oh my God! What's timeout? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's the D? Scoley D. What's the D? Just for? like Schooly D. Schooly D. Yeah. Right, buddy. So he's just ripping off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scoley D. Scoley D. Yeah. <laughs> Got quite the reaction. Let's try another. He's even lip syncing this preamp. Everybody, everybody, let's clap your hands. Just the white, the white guy dancing too. It, it really sells. <laughs> oh it for wait, me. no, hold on. He he hit the contrast button. He put a hat on now. Yeah, so was, he he watched some tutorials. <laughs> he saw what the kids are doing. Oh my God, he's a slave now. For truth and reconciliation. You in the chinny chin chinny. What you did really think I even had this in me? What do you know? I found my flow. Kind of like. I'm over the mapper. I guess I'm now a rapper. And I know I got oh, a no. to the crux as I follow up a song. Here's the thing. Guys, I love it. I, got- <laughs> I think I love it. Uh, I, mean, I think I'm proud of him. Well, now my mission is going to be like, here's the thing. You were like, can you get uh, Alex Skolnick to do something? I'm going to get him to do a really good rap song. <laughs> I'm gonna, I want to like team Alex Skolnick, but... Alex Skolnick up with like Rico Nasty and have them and him just create an incredible backbeat for her. Oh. That's what we got to do. Oh, he's got a new hat on. Oh. Let's get to the hook. COVID over and over. Worse. And now look what's happened. You've gone and got COVID, COVID, COVID. COVID, COVID, oh COVID, no! COVID, 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 That's a nice uh, 16-year-old TV reference for your very young audience. You have a medical alliance of scientific giants. All you can do is show belligerent defiance. The yeah, right, Rob. To be is this fucking whips ass. Hell yeah! You know. Everybody else. Rob, do you have COVID, do COVID, you COVID? You're like spasming out over there. I'm so excited to show this to my aunts. They're going to fucking love it. Here's the thrash part you were hoping for, George. Great. Is that too much to ask? Oh! Oh no! <laughs> yes, Jordan, he goes there. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Hell yeah! <laughs> oh, I love it. I love that he's pantomiming. He's having his so own way. Fun. Yeah. Last time around in this. That you have to handle. Is the station. I know my tracks will trigger attacks, but I can't that relax. This is a w- war against alternative facts. So that's why I'm lyrical. I'm not war against. No, wear a fucking mask. Like oh, wear a fucking. Oh, wait. that's all I got. Oh. The song title. Come on now. Gonna wrap up my rap and wrap up my face. I can't wait for him to come out with a song about the vaccine. Oh. Oh, I'm so excited. Wear a fucking mask. Right, Wear a fucking mask. Didn't, didn't I, lo- he, I love that he chose to just do like a Gilbert Godfrey in Aladdin impression just for that part. <laughs> that's his. <laughs> that's his Fauci impression. Yeah. That's him as Fauci. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Staten Island, Island, Island accent. He thinks Fauci is Gilbert Godfrey. I told you to wear a mask. I don't understand why your people don't wear masks. Jafar, put on a mask. Numbers. <laughs> Didn't Fauci like get in trouble for? He told people not to wear masks in the beginning, and then they like dug up some tapes of him and like saying not to wear masks. After like, and then he switched after like a couple of months, and he admitted that. Well, like, well, they were. They didn't want to scare people or whatever. No, I well, I don't think I I, I think there were a lot of people saying that like. Like everyone was saying you shouldn't wear a mask at the beginning because they were like, it doesn't do it because no one knew anything about this at the beginning. You know, uh, I don't know if I mean, maybe Fauci, but I do remember most like in February when people were going to start trying to wear masks. There was like a whole bunch of articles that were saying, don't wear a mask. A mask doesn't do anything. You're taking masks away from like medical professionals yeah. need them. Yeah, that's I remember. That. I do remember yeah. that part. Yeah, I remember that too. I feel just shows how wonderfully unprepared we were for this whole thing. Oh yeah, great. We knew what the hell was going on. We still kind of don't know what the hell yeah. is going yeah, on. Yeah, that that that's the best part about it. Yeah. Every time I like, um, I start reading about it, and then like, or like things are canceling each other, I just think of that. Alex Jones drop that we play on the show. I thought you were going to say that Alex Skolnick rap we just watched. No. <laughs> I think back to the now Skolnick rap. <laughs> what was the Alex Jones clip? Wear a fucking mask, people. No, he no it's where he goes, all disinformation or whatever he says. Well, unfortunately, I have some technical difficulties with the drops right now. So it's okay. I just did it. Uh, just like him. I'm sad. I can't see what that drop is. Yeah. Is it the last uh, Alex Jones thing I saw was like him getting in a uh, in a fight with the guy at the at the taco bar? Was that? <laughs> I don't remember. That that. Probably that one of many fights. Like Just like I don't. Yeah, it's one of many Alex Jones yeah. fights, but it was an extra. It, it was just like a theme restaurant, and I love <laughs> theme restaurants. And I'm just like, I was so excited to see it. It was like Alex Jones at like. Like uh, like a, like a medieval times, but there were tacos. It was fucking awesome. Maybe he was at yeah. Hulk Hogan's restaurant. Does Hulk Hogan have a restaurant? Oh yeah, Hogan's Beach House in Tampa, Florida. And it's a theme restaurant. It's a Hulk Hogan themed restaurant on the beach. I I I hope the uh I hope the theme is not white supremacy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Until you eat the food, there's nothing. That's funny that you it. mentioned that because <laughs> there was a problem. No, I, we talked about this. Let me. Uh, there was a flyer. He got in trouble uh, for Hulk Hogan uh, getting in trouble. No way. <laughs> so, OK, this was in 2014. Uh, and so, OK, I got it. I got it. I queued up. So there was. Somebody posted on Reddit that they went to the beach house and they just posted oh, yeah. photos from the beach house. And then the one of the uh, photos was a dress code photo. And here's the dress code. And it's like no plain white T-shirts or otherwise oversized T-shirts extending past the mid thigh, mid thigh, no attire containing profanity. 
uh, no sports or sleeveless jerseys, which is like, so how Colgan dresses, no excessively baggy attire, no low hanging pants or shorts, no hats, caps, or visors worn sideways or back facing. And then this one, no do rags. Hulk Hogan wears a do rag. <laughs> I've That's only ever hair. seen him in a do rag. <laughs> and no high top sneakers. This is a beach party, and beach attire is required. So and so, stupid. I love that the TMZ headline here was Hulk Hogan dressed up. He's wearing a do rag pla- in the icon. Right, yeah, picture of him in a do rag. <laughs> Uh, is this uh, restaurant still in business? This particular one went out of business, but then somebody, I believe, licensed his name at a different. Oh it's like God. everything Hulk Hogan does, like that. you're not allowed to do in this. Yeah. The only N word allowed here is Nacho's brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. He, uh, like when you said Hulk, I, 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 I think I mixed up the fact that, like, uh, like Hulk Hogan has a restaurant and then like Sammy, I was, I knew I, in my head, I was like, Oh, Sammy Hagar has a restaurant. Cabo yes. Wabo. I know that. Yeah. Cabo. I, I was like, right. Hulk Hogan's restaurant. Cabo Wabo. <laughs> I, uh, I bet Hulk Hogan's Hulk been to Cabo Wabo. I'd believe. Oh, that. I'm sure. He yeah. Has a sandwich named after him there. <laughs> What's on that parm. sandwich? It's a chicken. It's parm. chicken. <laughs> chicken parm. Uh, do you know that reference? He was, uh, you know, right? You're laughing. You're cracking up. So you must know it. No, I don't uh, know. Uh, he was caught on tape. Uh, I guess he he had a he had sex with his friend's wife. Like the friend arranged it. What was his name? I Bubba did know Bubba? this. Yeah. At the end of the video, he just he he climbs off of her and he just says. Oh man, I just ate some veal parm, brother. I'm like, so I feel like such a fat pig. I feel like a pig. This is in the sex tape. Well, this is in the part that like Gawker leaked. It was like a minute. Right. Can you imagine if you have some like weird Hulk Hogan fetish or something? You watch this tape, just about to climax, and then he starts talking about what a fat pig he is. Like you just I want to remember like Hulk Hogan from 19. Here's the thing. I'm going to dispute that. If you are watching the Hulk Hogan sex tape and you are about to climax, him <laughs> crawling off and saying he wants to eat veal parm is not going to stop. <laughs> I might be right. You're going to come anyway if you were already going to come. And then That's you will also get some parm. <laughs> and then you're like... That might push you over the edge and be like, that sounds like a great snack. Here we go. Yeah, I was just I was, pic- I was picturing a guy who grew up being like a Hulkamaniac and now he's like 40 Ooh. and he's just trying to remember Hulk Hogan as he did when he was eight. And then that just ruins it. Like everything else ruins it. And that's now the- I'm picturing that and you've ruined my evening <laughs> <laughs> because of that. But I, you know, do you know, I knew about I, I didn't watch this. Like I had friends who like worked at Gawker or like at offshoots of it. And, and they were really bummed out that they had to release it. And then they were really bummed out that they were like, we're going to fucking lose all of our jobs because of this thing. We did not want to cover. It really sucked. It's so crazy how it ballooned too. Cause like at first it was such a like sideshow of a story. And then just cause Hogan was so hell bent on, on revenge. And then he found, you know, yeah. the silent backer, how it just ballooned into just killing hundreds of jobs. <laughs> yeah. I, I, to most people, I think it was 
just like uh, we were like, all right, it's Hasselhoff with the burger. I think that's how yeah, we're exactly. We're looking. Yeah, at. like nobody realized like like what <laughs> what impact. And now what's so crazy to me as as a wrestling fan is like Hulk Hogan is not just part of like uh you know like dumb pop culture history. Like this is a huge moment in like journalism and. No. and like, like this is going to be like Hulk Hogan is going to be taught in like ethics classes and journalism classes. Like, seriously, like this is that big yeah. of a, 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 a thing that happened, like a monumental story that happened. Like, it's so crazy to think about it in those terms. In like 20 years, because like what we we had, like all the presidents, man. And then like 20, 30 years later, we had Spotlight. And then 23 years later, we're going to have the Oscar winning drama about fucking Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Oh, I feel like chicken parm. I feel like a pig. <laughs> <laughs> Which I had. I uh, weirdly, I, I brought up all the presidents, man, because for years I did not. I, I had mixed up uh, my pop culture with that movie. Um for years, I thought I did not know what the movie Deep Throat was mm. from the 70s. I thought forever because of just like the Muppets and just like 80s comedy that when someone like is wearing a trench coat and a hat and comes out of the shadows and just says like, I'm Deep Throat, I was like, oh, that's a reference to the movie Deep Throat. No, that's a reference to all the president's <laughs> men. And Deep Throat is about a human being with a clitoris in their throat. Yeah. <laughs> Had no idea. That makes way more sense for a movie to call Deep Throat, by the way. Yeah. Plot wise. Um, I'm sorry I derailed uh, this yeah, derailed all, conversation. You can always derail <laughs> things in the direction of clits and throats. That's always a <laughs> mm -hmm. derailment. Well, I was like talking with my uh, with my partner about that, and we were like, that is just the most like hilarious dude's idea for a porno ever. <laughs> like Deep throat. Just like yeah, the concept of like deep throat is just like Isn't that the what most. What a flashlight is though. Oh, I don't think a flashlight can feel pleasure, Noah. Yeah, I no, think like that's like the like uh, it's it, just the concept of of just like I wish that like uh like getting a blowjob was the only thing I had to do in sex, <laughs> and they yeah. had a good time. Yeah, I, I wish the, the whole thing that, that pleases me more would be women would be more motivated to do that for yeah. me. Yeah, I I, I want to know like also the, like the writing writers room like um <laughs> like did it did it's it the port authority just like stupid man like writing that like, all right well um I don't like it's it's it sucks being a dude and that the clit is on the outside what if it was on the inside <laughs> and then like someone had to explain like well you kind of are just putting a hat on the hat on a hat of the G spot. And then they had to build to like, all right, it's in the throat <laughs> meetings. Done. Good job, everybody. <laughs> the first so three dumb. days of that writing uh, conference was learning what a clit is. I think. Right. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it's where? <laughs> no, show man. me, show me. Is a man in a rowboat? What? what is this? No way. 
<laughs> the other absurd thing about that plot, besides the, the obvious, is that there's a plot in a porn movie, which is not like people who are in their 20s now may not know that uh, they had plots. That's yeah. There were actual movies, like feature length movies. There were cinema. Yeah. There were premieres. That's uh, wow. bananas. Yeah, that's, uh, I guess, like the. It is weird to think about. I think the first time I saw like a reference to like, oh yeah, there were people in the theaters for porno releases is American Werewolf in London. Mm-hmm. Because of the the see you next the see you next Wednesday bit in American Werewolf in London is the fun is like one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire life, by the way. But that also uh let me know I, I was like, I can't believe that this is just that there's just a porn theater that has has just seemingly regular folk uh, in Piccadilly Circus. <laughs> oh, that's a, like my first exposure to it was Pee Wee Herman's Arrest. I was like, oh, there's movie theater with this stuff. Oh my god, I completely forgot about that. I completely blocked <laughs> that out. Yeah, he he had a good time. Yeah, I'm you sure brought up some trauma for me, but, but not really. I didn't understand. I, mean, I was like, what? So what? <laughs> yeah. Also, that's the biggest. Thing. So far, what? I mean, that's what everyone sounds like doing. he's doing what you were supposed to be doing in one of those theaters. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm, I'm sure the, the janitor probably disagrees with that. But I mean, <laughs> or the person sitting one seat in front of him. Right. Well, that, the, the courtesy, <laughs> the, the courteous thing to do would be just don't, you know, social distancing. Like yeah. <laughs> a, row, <laughs> a row behind somebody. Yeah. The skip a row. Or know how far your splooge limit is and, you know, adjust accordingly. But like, also, though, I believe it would be uh, like there were signs that you're not allowed to do such things. Oh, of course, people would have avoid such signs. But and it almost it begs the question. Yeah. It's like if you can't jerk off, why even have the theater? You know, like why even have the porn theater to begin well, with? I think. people yeah, could, oh, Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think people could only contextualize movies back then as cinematic. Like, where were you going to see a movie? There was no HBO, you know, in the early 70s. And you couldn't just turn on a television and see movies unless it was like a, you know, a 20 year old movie that they're rerunning. So you had to go to a theater to see a movie, period. Uh, like now, that's why those movies don't exist anymore, because now everything is a video clip. So you can just also watch porn as a video clip. You don't need the movie. The movie became ex- extraneous, like shed skin and just fell off, you know, because you don't need that part anymore. But back then you did for sure. Shed skin was a different porno. Yes. my <laughs> Where like women's clits shed. But anyway, go ahead. I just I mean, just the, the weird idea like of like we're going to build a porn theater, but you can't jack off, so you gotta, you got, you and your erection gotta ride the tube home, mate. Like, <laughs> take that <laughs> somewhere else. That. <laughs> to edging. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, but even even edging, even edging at this point would be illegal because you can't, you can't, you yourself. can't whip it out. I guess you can do it through I mean, your you pants. Could rub yeah. yourself. Oh, you could get yourself yeah. off through your pants. And then go yeah, to yeah, the men's yeah. room and finish off. And then you just point yourself home in the right direction. You know, Hear me out. Hear me out. Porn in bathroom stalls. Like, like you know how they have the the like ESPN in the bathroom at the, at the stalls? Or the back the of an airplane chair. I mean, mm-hmm. you could do that with your phone. But you got to hold it out like this. Oh, maybe have a mount for your phone. 
So your hand is free to like. You want so to put you your jerk phone off on a... with two hands? No, no you're right. Jerk off with one. You just <laughs> gotta stroke the balls with the other hand. But you don't wanna. You don't wanna like. <laughs> it's like shaking. It ruins. It ruins the moment. This is some ambitious post uh, COVID entrepreneurship yeah. we're coming up with here. Yeah, you're right. I'm proud of this innovation. <laughs> what are you guys? Yeah, um, it would be social distancing, but okay. <laughs> yeah, there's walls in between. You're in a cell. Yeah. Um, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Where do we go his, from there? His wheels are turning. He's going to invent well, it. Uh, you know, I. Uh, I just I can't believe I forgot that was the first thing I ever knew about Pee Wee Herman. Oh, uh, no. oh even... you've never watched a show as a kid? Oh, I guess it, well, it might have been. How old I, are you? I I was born in like eighty nine, and that happened in like what like ninety three. So oh, I had yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, I didn't find Pee Wee until like high school. I saw the movie because forever I was like, oh, it's that gross man, and then like for, forever <laughs> I was like, well, I guess. Why did we think he was that gross? That's not the word. That that's right. a, that's not that yeah. bad. It's a pretty but victimless crime. It's for sure. And then I watched that movie. I'm like, this is the funniest. This is one of the funniest things ever made. This man is a genius. Uh, we fucking suck <laughs> for uh, just deciding as a culture to kick him out. Right. We that's right. Yeah. Um, and then I watched the show and uh, I love, I now love Pee-wee's Playhouse, the Pee-wee holiday special I watch every, once a year. It's the best holiday, anything. We're done with the holidays now, but that's the best one. That's the, the one that's, that came before the show that's like uh, kind of adult, right? I, anything? Uh, no, that, uh, he had an HBO thing. Mm -hmm. uh, that came before the show. I think the holiday special is a part of the show because oh, okay. it's got like kid friend. It still has like cowboy Curtis. It's got oh. Grace. The guest list is insane. It's got Grace Jones, Cher, Charo. Uh, like I don't. These are only th these are only celebrities that I I would care about because I love drag so much nowadays. Um, I love Charo. I mean, everybody loves Charo. Amazing. Yeah. You can't get mad at Charo. Um, uh, it's it's a really bananas. Uh, like, guess Whoopi Goldberg is in it. It's crazy. It, it, every five minutes, there's like a new celebrity that actually kind of kicks ass. What do they do? They just show up and like do they like? Does she just go coochie coochie? Or I she think she would. They perform Feliz Navidad together. Yeah, she oh, okay. she performs Feliz Navidad. Um, everybody brings Pee Wee like a fruit cake. And so he has <laughs> handsome men building him a castle made out of fruitcakes um, uh, for the entire episode. He it's uh, it's very fun. It's genuinely hilarious and uh, really well done as like the platonic ideal for like what like uh, like a special like a TV special for something like that is that's like the best version of it I've ever seen. In like the in, in like the format that we all know, I would say. So hooray for Pee Wee! Good job. Yeah. <laughs> well, George, thank you. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I was just going to mention. Uh, I was going to say thank you for uh, joining us and hanging out. And Splitsville is the big fun jam. It is. Uh, it's this Friday, right? It comes out this Friday. It comes out this Friday. It's at eight p.m. It's on. Our band camp, so two minutes late night. Uh, 
bandcamp.com. Uh, it starts at 8 p.m., but it's just going to loop for 24 hours. Yeah, 24 uh, hours, people. 24 hours. Uh, there's it, like it's got it, it's got exclusive merch. I'm just going to let people know this now. There's going to be a seven inch vinyl. Everybody's been asking oh. about it. There will be an actual physical seven inch split release of cave in performing the every time I die song and vice versa. Uh, the mixes are really cool. Like Kurt blues mixing, uh, oh. like, uh, uh, like Caven's cover. And it's, it's, it's perfect. Uh, Magnus from cult of Luna mastered both. So they sound fantastic. There is a, um, we just announced today that, yeah, there's a, a Thomas Hooper, the artist who mostly works with Caven and all the, the stoner metal that everybody loves. It's Thomas Hooper designed a every time I die shirt to look like a cave in shirt. And uh, tomorrow, fuck it. Doesn't matter. Jordan Buckley is drawing the cave in shirt that looks like uh, an every time I die shirt. So we're ne- that's coming out tomorrow morning. Um, so you see that. that so, so many scoops. So many scoops. Yeah. So many hot, hot breaking news. Yeah. Items. Dropping hot potatoes. God bless your mother. God bless your father. Thank you, Jordan. <laughs> for a guy who doesn't me. know how to use Zoom, you're pretty innovative with all these like uh, music endeavors, especially in the pandemic when a lot of artists can't perform. So good on you, Jordan. Hey, thanks. You know, this is all this information. That's just that's all that we're trying to do. I mean, the uh, like two minutes in general is just trying to um, get a wider like our whole goal with that was to try to get a wider audience on metal to try to kind of break down the the like uh what i i guess like the the misconceptions of metal the metal is uh it break up the clickiness of it and it's also and uh so you know it it makes sense that even now we're going to just keep trying to to bring to, to 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 help these musicians that we love to spotlight them whenever we can and to i don't know help them out of this shitty time because we know how to do some video stuff and make it a little bit entertaining so we're just we're, we're trying our best here everybody very cool thank you jordan and uh check out two minutes to late night.com we'll have a link uh on the episode description and hopefully uh it won't be too long till we're hanging out in person again that would be wonderful. I would love to go to a concert. I would love to watch a wrestling. I would love to just, oh. you know, do what we did this time, which is just talk about uh, cum the whole time. All right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> come and click. Thanks for me, guys. Do I just, do I just click the Rob will kick you out. Or you can- yeah, I'll kick you out. I'll kick okay. you out. Bless okay. you. Smile and hang Give tight. me the boot already. Bye, T. <laughs> 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 <That's great. laughs> Oh, that was uh, Garcinia Hall, Jordan, uh, hanging out at two minutes late night.com to check out that stream. That sounds really fun. Yeah. It's like, it's Not going to lie, time. I was expecting him to be in corpse paint during the interview. That was a slight I disappointment. So I was a little shocked. I was stunned, in fact. You know, it's a little disrespectful. I didn't want to say anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next time, you got to make them sign a contract before they come on. <laughs> or just sit in front of Pee Wee at the movie theater and then you know, <laughs> oh, no. oh. 
That's a whole different kind of corpse paint. <laughs> Darren, I like that you found the Alex Jones drop. I yeah. did. I, I didn't. It's not that I couldn't find that. I was having a, a issue with the uh, the directory where I, where I play them from, and I fixed it during the interview. Whoa. So I wanted to sneak it in uh, at the end. Oh, that's what she said. Yeah. Or he no, said. She, she wants it snuck in all the time, not just at the end. <laughs> oh, well, we should have talked about this with Jordan. Then uh, there was a story last week that a hacker locked into internet connected chastity cages and said, Your cock is mine now. That's a drop. <laughs> it's just absurd to me that that's a thing that, like, the story here to me is that that exists in the first place. Yeah. And Could then- you explain exactly? So that is a uh, chastity cage is essentially a cage for your penis. Is that what so, the, the kids in the border are in those? Is that what that is? <laughs> yes. That's, I, I that's why it's so hard to break them open because ice controls them. Oh, God <laughs> yeah. damn it. They ha- yeah. So it essentially it locks you. Uh, it locks your dick so you can't comfortably get an erection. Penis. But what's the internet? Your dick. Point? Uh, so hold on. So it locks your dick. Hold so you can't, dick. you can't have it. You can, there's a, there is a passage so you could pee through it, you know, so it's not completely oh, like cruel. Oh, it's wait. just, it's to just to control your sexual freeze. urges. Freeze. Uh, so then freeze. So it's your dick. <laughs> is it locked facing with the tip facing up or with the tip facing down? Facing down. So you can almost like angle it. To pee, it like, it's like a cling. So what I happens? Mean, if you do, you do a Google, do a Google image search. For well, Kachow. we're telling our audience what this is because we're doing. Sure, sure. But what? Yeah, if, yeah. I, I got a question now. So what I'm happens, suggesting to the audience. But go ahead. I have a sincere question. Not a sure. Joke. What happens if you get an erection? It hurts because is, is it meant to prevent erections or to yes. prevent sexual intercourse? Both. Okay. And oh, probably boy. a little bit of pain. Well, the whole thing is, is it's a submissive action. So you lock your, your, your penis, and then you give the key to your master. Your, the, the sub locks their penis. They give the key to the master. Then the master controls when the penis is unlocked to have uh, the erection. So now to bring it to the story, this would then be a smart lock so that the cage could be unlocked remotely, I'm assuming. So, you know, if you have if your master travels for work and you, <laughs> you want to ask for permission to be unlocked while he's selling encyclopedias, you know, yeah, while, while he's out, you know, you get the smart chastity cage, the eye chastity, if you will. I'm just picturing like a 70 year old, like like dominant like master reading the news and seeing this and be like what is with this smart lock what am it's i these days just had a, a lock and a key that was good enough <laughs> put that on on my sub's dick perfectly fine all of a sudden they're with the smart lock ahead, you can't take that into the shower you electrocute yourself what is this <laughs> or what if their phone dies they don't have a charger. I used to take my sub down to the sock hop. Then we go to the mall <laughs> shop. I take him home, unlock his penis. And we do the thing. Now you got it smart. I got what? I got to have a thing for the open the car too. 
to do this? <laughs> How do you do this? I, come here, I had to get my son to come in and help me unlock my, my sub penis. Oh There's a button for the alarm <laughs> in case you're in danger. I, the other day I woke up, I outside, I had a loud alarm. It says some kid's trying to break into my sub's cock. <laughs> sub's cock. I caught them and they ran away. <laughs> Fucking kids today. I love it, wasn't that. it wasn't any of this electronic dick locking under Nixon. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Good old days. So somebody hacked the system and like did this to like a number of people or. Right. So there was the service called cellmate, which is the smart lock. Okay. <laughs> so great it's name. essentially you Good job neighbors. That's a great name. <laughs> so. You know, you use the app to sync. I guess this chastity belt has like a Bluetooth lock or whatever, and you connect it to your phone. Uh, and so I guess the service got hacked. And then this hacker started uh, telling these hack victims, quote, your cock is mine now. <laughs> You don't get to like touch it or see it or like suck it or anything. It's just you control. Well, right. But you you control their. I wonder if there's like a fail safe on this thing, you know, like what if the battery on the Bluetooth died? Like also that's like there's a bat. You're you're walking around with a battery on your dick. It just seems I now I sound like this. This old old school master like, oh, you're giving yourself cancer for yeah. what? A little convenience. What if uh, you forget the password too? shit like that? <laughs> right. Or, or like, exactly. Or, you know, you lose your phone. <laughs> I have a different take on all of this. I feel like all of these situations that you're describing now would probably turn someone on who's a sub. That's also true. That's a great point. That's a, we're, we're looking at this from a completely different point of view. than a, Yeah, a completely closed-minded point of view than a person that would use the cellmate. <laughs> By the way, Guys, use promo code Livecast. Right now. <laughs> yeah, use promo code Livecast to get twenty percent off. <laughs> well, no, we don't want to sell this because it's clearly faulty. <laughs> I know, but we like it when it faults. <laughs> uh, so the hacker d demanded uh, basically a ransom mm -hmm. in Bitcoin to unlock. The uh, the people's Bitcoin now. Uh, I got to pay in Bitcoin. We used to use straight up the George Washington's and Ben Franklin's. That was it in my day. <laughs> We're doing with the Bitcoin, the electronic dick locks. What are you doing here? <laughs> so did he get away with it? Did he get the the Bitcoin? Uh, yeah. Uh, um, ba -ba 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 -ba. My favorite thing about this story is Rob pretending that he's only reading it now and not that he has one of these and the company emailed him. <laughs> <laughs> pretending that he's not out 35 bitcoin right that's now. right <laughs> <laughs> well i'm not the, i'm the one i'm the one placing the chastity cages no, right. no, no but you had, a, you had to pay you had to pay to to get your sub back yeah <laughs> to the top we know that um <laughs> but uh no it says he wasn't he wasn't caught uh the victims later reported because there was a the uh in, uh, here, here's in October of last year, security re researchers found that the manufacturer of an Internet of Things chastity cage, this product, 
a sex toy that users put around their penis to prevent erections that is used in the BDSM community and can be unlocked can remotely get the words out he's so, <laughs> is, this so is this a widespread Salivating. thing or is this like you know a couple of people have this the chastity cage yeah the specific smart chastity cage i'm assuming but even even uh, that makes it even worse because it's so an api was left exposed giving malicious hackers a chance to take control of the devices and that's exactly what happened because it's so small time the code was probably not that you know foolproof not that secure uh, and then, you know, it just takes one hacker that knew what they're doing to just fuck up the whole thing. I was just wondering if it was like parlor where like 150,000 dicks got like frozen. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't say how many. Uh, well, but it I- just shows, you know, the, not everything you have should be smart because if, if it's connected to the Internet, that means, you know, it could be hacked. Yep. Right. Safeguard your dick. Yeah. <laughs> or your substick. Uh, both, I mean, both. Any any dick that means anything to you, safeguard it. Exactly. That's the lesson here. What if it's Scully D? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, fuck his dick. I'd rather put, like, a chastity belt on, like, his hand so he can't touch that iPad anymore. Or his mouth. On his head, yeah. <laughs> a muzzle. Let's get a chastity muzzle. Can't rap about... And irrigation going across the nation. <laughs> Clean water in this beautiful nation. Do you think he was like on the phone with Chuck Billy and he's like, D- give me words to use in this. Like, I bet I could use any <laughs> word you give me. And he's like, all right, irrigation, use that. I think Chuck <laughs> Billy like totally, he asked Chuck Billy, is this okay? Should I release this? And he pranked him. He's like, oh, it's but fucking yeah. great. This is amazing. You got to release this. When we get back together to tour, we got to do this live, man. It's awesome. I love this. <laughs> Imagine they get to tour and he's like, you said we were going to do this. Man. What? I never said, get the fuck out of here. Where's your well, chastity belt? If you remember concerts, you know how sometimes like when bands would play for a long time and like the singer would go in like in the back just to like, I don't know, relax for a little bit and the drummer yeah. would have a drum solo or the guitarist mm-hmm. would play. Mm-hmm. You think that's when Alex is going to bust around? Yes. Chuck Billy know, takes man. a break. He'd have to do it in secret. Like he's just run on the stage and do it. Like he's like that's never gonna be approved. I just picture I'm picturing him showing up backstage with a backwards hat and then Hulk Hogan telling him he can't <laughs> No admittance. Dress code strictly enforced, Scully D. Get out of here. What about a do-rag? Is that all right? Can I No. Nope. Sorry. Get out of here. Pull those pants up, Skullnick. <laughs> it's Hulk Hogan's <laughs> restaurant with Bill Cosby. I don't know if anyone <laughs> He had like a 51 to 49 percent stake. Oh, my God. He doesn't like the, the saggy pants either. Wait a minute. Do you feel like a pig? No, get out of here, buddy. <laughs> Only people that feel like pigs in here. <laughs> then I'm allowed. <laughs> oh, wait. Speaking of pigs, what was our first uh, like story on the docket today? Didn't Dave Grohl go to Lemmy's house? Oh yeah, I was disgusted. Oh what? What does that have to do? Oh, with that. which one of those two guys <laughs> are you calling a pig? Lemmy, I guess. Well, Speaking it wasn't me that called dead. Lemmy a pig. I see. So, uh, Grohl uh, was interviewed, and he was asked about uh, Lemmy visiting Lemmy's apartment. And uh, if you've seen the uh, the 
Lemmy documentary, they show his apartment and it's like a tiny ass apartment with every inch of it covered in memorabilia. There's like no room. And like the one bedroom is wall to wall Nazi memorabilia (laughs) and a comfortable level of Nazi memorabilia. Uh, What's the comfortable level? Rob, could you just remind us what your what level of Nazi memorabilia you personally are comfortable with? Like one or two pieces. I mean, I w- I could see what he's saying. Like I would I would overlook it if it was like a lamp, you know? <laughs> Nazi but, lamp? Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. Like if there was something that like, oh, this is from a war, like, or it could be something like, hey, my grandfather fought in World War II and he and he took this from he killed the Nazi and he took his uh, gun. This is his Nazi gun. My, oh, that's an acceptable me, form me, of Nazi memorabilia to have. Go ahead. My grandfather was in the war. He was in the God Tower. He took out like 14 of them Jews. Trying to escape. Lenny didn't sound that articulate on his best day. <laughs> All right. So we definitely, we, I, think, I think maybe our next Patreon should be a watch along of that Lemmy documentary. Yeah. Because I haven't, I haven't watched it since it originally came out, which now is like 15 years ago yeah. or yeah. whatever. And I like, I remember loving it. And then that scene, it was just like, I mean, they got back into it. It is memorabilia. I mean, they always say, like, never forget. Right. So he's just trying to (laughs) remember. Yeah, he just had a really bad memory. Yeah, right. With all the alcohol he drinks, he's damaged so much of his brain cells. He has to look at it every day to remember reminders all the mole. Like a lot of his memory cells got taken up to form that mole in his DNA. (laughs) I was going to say. Uh, I'd be down to watching that as a Patreon, but only if I'm allowed to eat cocoa puffs. <laughs> <laughs> we should all we should all buy some. That's yeah. like the last thing I want to eat when I'm looking at a human cocoa puff. <laughs> it's like I'm Crunch eating, berry. I'm eating Lemmy's face. Can we tape some to our face. Do they still exist? Yeah, cocoa puffs. Yeah. I can't find cocoa puffs. Really? Well, maybe because there's shortages because of the the global viral plague that we're experiencing maybe they died uh, with lemmy okay okay you can you can order some on walmart oh no okay. use promo code livecast we're endorsing every horrible thing that exists today <laughs> yeah, the chastity, chastity belt stick get hacked uh and uh, nazi memorabilia and uh, cocoa puffs from the worst company in the world and uh, as I read this interview clip with Dave Grohl, I want to say that this segment is sponsored by Lockheed Martin. Uh, <laughs> 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 code Livecast uh, uh, for your next WMD purchase. <laughs> All right. So thank you, Lockheed Martin. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say, like, I use Lockheed Martin. You know, I didn't think I would like it. And then I had a problem with a third world country. And Lockheed oh, no. Martin was <laughs> very reliable. And- I, if I could chime in here, all the Tomahawk <laughs> missiles come prepared. Like you don't have to do any stupid grocery shopping or anything. If you don't like it, you could send it back. Thirty days before you fall. It's great. It's great. Can't recommend it enough. Lockheed Martin. <laughs> all right. Back to promo Dave code Widenut. <laughs> all right so according to this uh interview well when uh Grohl showed up so this apartment is also like two blocks away from the rainbow that's why he was he got it was because it was so close to the rainbow which is a bar 
uh, on the Sunset Strip, an infamous bar on the Sunset Strip, which uh, is kind of, it's nothing like it's kind of a di- it's like it has a, a charm to it, but it's a bit divey, you know, in, in its own way. Uh, and so he didn't want to he didn't want to have to f- put himself in a situation where he'd have to drive home drunk. So he got an apartment within walking distance. And this was like a studio apartment and a girl visited. And he said uh, the place was a magazine graveyard and Lemmy was only wearing a black bikini underwear the entire time, <laughs> which is nice. Oh um, my God. He says, I was shocked at how fucking disgusting it was. These aisles of magazines and VHS tapes stacked three, four feet high. Lemmy sitting on the couch in his black bikini underwear with a spider web on them after just dying his <laughs> hair black. Doing a phone interview with wait, a wait, video wait, game. Wait, wait, wait. Hold Are you on. Sure he was at Lemmy's house, not Danzig's house. Was this underwear with like a spiderweb logo on them, or like an actual cobweb that <laughs> fell on his crotch and he left it there? What does he mean? Uh, I think I think he means that there is a spiderweb. Hmm. <laughs> That's a good question. Maybe like is the design on the on the bikini or there's Dave are good friends. Text them. No, please follow up on that. (laughs) So uh, he says, uh, let me offer him some Jack Daniels. It was 1115 in the morning. Um, Are you sure that this wasn't a cry for help? Are you sure this is like a testimony and not a cry for help from Dave Girl? Well, Lemmy's dead now. So he he's dead. Help. Yeah, he has. Yeah. The, l- he now. shouldn't fear Lemmy. Yeah. Mm. Uh, he says, "I'll never forget any detail of the day, especially the black underwear." With okay, okay, especially not the black underwear with a spider web and a black widow spider right where the dick is. So <laughs> it sounds like it's the design. It was just I'd laying also- around, or <laughs> he's wearing it. I'd also believe that he had just had a loose black widow spider that he'd like to put on his dick. I'd believe that about Lemmy. It's like a chastity cage. <laughs> yeah, like the original analog chastity cage. Ah. You get even a hint of an erection and you're just bitten to death. It's good to just get, get Jeff Hanneman. <laughs> He'd wear that while playing the video poker machine at the rainbow so he <laughs> not get distracted. Well, uh, you know, Doesn't this just everybody survived. wear a spider on their dick. <laughs> the meat I mean, edge. <laughs> <laughs> seen an old man in speedos. I've definitely seen my fair share lately uh, because uh, I I recently joined a a gym in the Russian neighborhood here in in new york Which one? and i did it i don't want to i don't want to it's like 40 it. of them there's no promo code uh <laughs> another horrible thing we're promoting today promo code uh, no it's a really good gym but so they have a pool like i'm doing it because like i i, I very much miss swimming uh so you're doing for the pool Yes, people that listen to the show in the summer might remember that I spent the summer like every uh, day, every weekday, uh, I would kick off my day by going down to the beach and going for a dip, a half hour dip. And it really uh, I lost a bunch of weight uh, doing it. So it was very good. It was like 
good mentally, good physically. And I really missed doing it. And I was getting very uh, sad as the weather was getting bad. So I was like, I need to do something. So I decided to join a pool. And this was the one that just made sense. It's close by. Uh, there's parking. So I don't have to worry about uh, doing public transportation. Uh, the downside is it is an incredibly Russian and longtime listeners of the show know that I just it's very hard for me. Uh, and the reason I, I bring this up with the Lemmy thing is there's the like it's me, two or three other young people, maybe. And then like very old people swimming. So and and a lot of them are basically in a black widow speedo, just like Lemmy, just no shame. And, you know, uh, the other thing is I've seen so many different variants of Eastern European back hair. <laughs> like some it's just incredible how many different ways <laughs> it could be gonna, laid out back there. I was gonna ask, do you ever come up from under the water with curly hairs in your mouth? <laughs> no, 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 no. This is all in the locker room. Like in the in the water, it's fine because it's all lane. Everyone is in a a separate lane, thankfully. So it's not so bad. I know, but like, the water ripples and it could yeah. still carry the pubic hair I, I i have yet to encounter a pubic hair i i wear goggles i have yet to see pubic hair floating around and they do a very good job of of maintaining the chlorine and, and constantly testing the water for that kind of stuff uh but but it's just the locker room that's the weirdness aren't you scared of getting covid from these very non-covid aware people yes yes that is that is the risk that i put myself through uh, and uh, it's very fright. Like the the most stressful moment is the locker room because some of these people. Uh, look, I understand. You know, you're in a locker room. There's a moment where you're not going to be wearing the mask. That's that's fine. But then they're like actively having conversations without a mask, and I'm just like, what are, are their dicks out? Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> so it's like, number, get dressed, leave. Number one thing about the gym, like I understand you got to do things. You got to go from here to there. You may not be fully clothed. It's a locker. Put your fucking underwear on like the simple. It's just a simple request. Like, just don't walk around with your dick flapping. Why is that necessary? Is that on the or, sign for Hogan's restaurant? Must be no where you got to no dick flapping. Yeah. No, we like that, brother. <laughs> well, uh, it's kind of conflicting. I remember going to um, like a Schwitz and it had a men's locker room and a, and a women's locker room. And in the women's locker room, they had some like jet pools and uh, sauna and steam room. And all of the older women were just walking around butt naked. And I felt like I was like, where am I? It was just um, like, why am I not this confident? Right. That's well, how you're feeling. <laughs> yeah, I guess in the beginning. <laughs> but at the same time, like, I didn't want to like. I mean, I guess the water hits my <laughs> puss anyway when I go in the water. When yeah, I you're not protecting it. anything. Yeah, it doesn't With matter. It's only. Not. Yeah, it's There's only for appearance. About sitting on like a sweaty bench with my bare ass just made me like oh, i'm gonna catch something don't you get a towel you used to put a towel down on the on the sweaty bench i suppose i don't know it just <laughs> that makes sense that's to me. too much to ask a towel? Come on. 
Those cost uh, yeah, no, it's always that's the same. Like when I would go to the Korean spas, it's the same thing. It would always yeah. be like the like the the manifestation of Santa Claus. That's like swinging <laughs> his dick around, like like showing up for everybody. Like, why hey, does, why does every spa you go to have a nationality attached to it? Can you go to a what's the nationality spa? of uh, Santa Claus? You well, no, Korean. you said Korean spy. You said Russian. It's a spy. Korean spy. It's a specific it's different styles. There's a different there's different types of spas. You should have told them to wrap up their bul- bul- bulgogi. <laughs> yeah. And holiday at the Russian. Yeah. And also, this is a, a very this is a Russian gym. This isn't like, <laughs> you know, it is. You cannot. Everyone's in a feel a jumpsuit. <laughs> oh, I want to say, yes. I wanna say a, a PSA. If your penis looks like holiday, see a doctor immediately. <laughs> That's not good. Whether you like holodiets or not, your penis should not look like it. I think we can all agree on that. Yes. And in this parking lot also, I, you know, people get pretty feisty with their spots in LA Park. Well, you know, yes, that, that was the main appeal mm. of this of this gym I for think, me because I didn't. I think I'm figuring out where this gym is, by the way. I think I know. Good for you. I mean, I've given enough hints. There's only so many gyms with pools in them, so uh, it's not that hard. Is that a rarity? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's a few of them. There's there's a handful. There's the YMCA next to you that Bill de Blasio opened so he can work out. You could just join him. Yes. The problem with uh, that gym and most gyms is you have to reserve. uh, They're actually careful about their COVID. So you have to, like, reserve... uh, Mm -hmm uh your your lane and it was impossible like mm-hmm. it would it was absolutely impossible to even try to reserve it so i was just like i want to be guaranteed uh you know a spot in the pool so but uh but otherwise it's great when i'm actually in the water it's like this is the best decision i ever made Aww. and you know and then and i will take that to my grave in about three weeks when i die of covid yeah. <laughs> uh but of COVID. i just want you to know it was the best decision i ever made <laughs> <laughs> no yeah also it's like yeah exactly i'm actively fighting with my immune system in that pool and i i uh i beat it so you could we could go two and oh if you get it and get over it right yeah do it rob it's Good it's it's show. it's like i'm i'm willing to to take the risk to do to do that as well, weird being, as it sounds like oh, go ahead. sorry it just doesn't seem that like the only time I really feel at risk is in the locker room. And I'm like, I try to stay as far away from the people talking. And like, if there's people changing in the area where my lockers, I just like wait for them to leave. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm keeping as much distance as I can. Well, the pool is one of the safest places because it dies in the water immediately. Exactly. Exactly. But they could still cough on you like over the water though. That's the, that's the right. No, right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, there is still a risk, but it, it's, it's it's much less in the pool. I try. That's why I try to stay below the water as much as possible when like crossing people in lanes or whatever. Do you shower in the locker room, or do you just? Yeah, of oh, course. You no, you have to shower. Yeah, you have or to shower before getting into the pool, and you really have to shower after. You, you or fucking, else what? You smell terrible. I don't know. No, I, I can't. Have, it's not like a law. Home. Oh, but no, you have to shower before going in the pool, though. That's one of the rules. Do they watch you? Of, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to sign in at the pool. There's lifeguards and everything. You sign. Do they, they do a temperature check, so there's this no. pretension of care. But, but how do they know you showered? You're wet. All right. You can't just go in the sink and splash yourself. Uh, you can, sure. There we go. I found my loophole. I'm in. <laughs> I'm not showering around fucking strangers. Disgusting. <laughs> I mean, there's partitions. It's private I showers. Don't care. I don't care. You don't also, know they have cameras. Is it co-ed? <laughs> the pool? Is the pool co-ed? The pool is co-ed. Yes. Sometimes there are orthodox women that are very uneasy about being <laughs> in a pool with men, but wow. the lane separation is enough for them, I guess. What do they swim in? Bathing oh, suits? Barb. Do they have like little skirts, like onesies with a skirt or mm. what's the outfit? Um, yeah, like it's like a kind of like a singlet, uh, not a singlet, okay. but like a bodysuit with shorts. Bathroom, when you went into the bathroom stall, what image were you jerking off to <laughs> in her bathing suit? Let me. <laughs> he couldn't hold his phone, so that was a problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it wasn't working for me. Uh, also, they have those, like, screens with ads on them, and they're, like, these, like, hyper-produced ads for, like, local Russian stores, <laughs> which is just funny to me. And then, like, solicitation to buy ads on the service to, mm. <laughs> to promote your local Russian store. And then, like, one for the live cast. Produced yes. by FEMA. <laughs> Um, you know, my like Vita, Vita video or whatever. <laughs> I honestly think that would be money well spent. Sid. Yeah, it's probably really expensive too. I doubt it. It'll just Find reach out. Rob. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm the only one. He, but he'll be reminded. It. Oh, I got to get back home. It's almost showtime. <laughs> yeah. It might work just for that. All right. Also, it's kind of funny. Look, like there's like right. I, I try to be consistent with my time because uh, I found like a nice sweet spot where it's not too crowded. And there's like regulars that I mean, I don't know them, but it's like, oh, it's that guy. Oh, it's that lady, you know, and 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 uh, the, the one thing I will I will take away from this is if hepatitis. you have children <laughs> besides hepatitis, <laughs> the one and two things. I will the second from. thing I will take away from this that's, <laughs> is uh, if you have kids, teach them how to swim. It's a it's a very useful skill that they can use later in life. And I'm very, very glad that I know how to do that. And it's it's very meditative. And, and I, I feel very at peace doing it. And it's a, a great uh, start to my day that I'm like very, I feel very fortunate to be able to do. Another piece of advice, uh, if you're taking your sub swimming, deactivate their electronic <laughs> yes. chastity belt. Yes, you don't want to. You don't want that electronic chastity belt. It's 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 water resistant, not waterproof. Okay, so you can, you can only spend so much time under underwater. Be, oh, be, I was going to say be a kind master, so, but you're just saying protect the equipment that you're paying for. Yeah. Well, I mean, protect your subs junk. You don't want it electrocuted Again, and ruined. You guys just don't get it. <laughs> feels good <laughs> a little fried dick meat a little fried roast beef <laughs> oh is that the episode title fried roast beef <laughs> why not <laughs> oh dear all right well i think that's a good uh. moment to to end on <laughs> and again, uh, oh, and I want to mention our Spotify playlist. If you want to 
get a little chance to listen to some music that we recommend every week each of us picks a different track and uh, we add it to our Spotify playlist which we're calling the live cast music break and uh, and uh, this week we each picked some some songs Noah you picked a deep cut what did you pick <laughs> I I picked the Unforgiven by Metallica mm-hmm. because um, I watched the good, the bad, and the ugly for the first time in my life, which I had to break into two separate days because it's a three-hour movie. Um, I guess, you know, cinema back then was like a whole day excursion. And um, I didn't realize that the um, melody in the beginning is from that movie. So... Mm. It's just a little fun little Easter egg for me. Did you enjoy the movie? Oh, I loved it. Mm-hmm. It was great. I recommend that too. Uh, Dorinsky, what did you pick? Dorinsky picked uh, a little classic freestyle song called uh, Sidewalk Talk by Jellybean Benitez. Oh. Who, uh, featuring Madonna, by the way. Madonna did mm. the backup juggle. She thinks she discovered him, I guess as a DJ or whatever. Mm, um, it was nice. a little freestyle mood. So that's a really good one. And Sid, what did you pick? Uh, if you recall last week, I said that sometimes there's a specific reason I pick a song and sometimes they just randomly pop into my head. This time there was a very specific reason. I picked Radio by Alkaline Trio, which is mm-hmm. a pop punk emo band from like the late 90s, early 2000s. And the reason I picked it was I'm sitting in my apartment last night at around nine o'clock and a car drives up my block blasting this song at top volume. And I have never experienced this before where a 1990s emo song is blasting from a car in deep South Brooklyn. It was the weirdest fucking thing. And like it, it drove by once and I was like, that sort of sounded like Alkaline Trio. That's weird. And then like five minutes passed and the same fucking car drove by again and it was even louder. And I was like, that's definitely <laughs> Alkaline Trio, and it's the same song still. Like, this guy's just, like, circling my block, playing this yeah. song on a loop. Like He's, he's looking for a for spot. Me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so, so strange. Like, did he get dumped by a girl, and she lives on my block, and he's playing the song to, like, win her back or something? It was so fucking weird, but it's a great song. So I picked that song in honor of that man or woman who was playing it. In Very the nice. 2021. I picked uh, Grum. It's this uh, solo artist who's like kind of like synth synth wave, little uh, little cyberpunk type stuff. Is that the woman that's married to Elon Musk? That's Grimes. No, that's Grimes. Close enough. Close though. Uh, Grum. Grum. No, this is a. I really like this album. It's like really good uh, working music. If you want to get stuff done and have something on in the background that kind of like. Get your get your blood pumping at work. Types of things. What, isn't that what Borat calls his dick? My gram. Isn't that? Gram. Oh. Yes. 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 Uh, the song enough. is called Cybernetic. It's fun. It's dancey. I think you would enjoy it. So that's Me? our. I think you, the listener, not you, oh, Sid. Okay, good. Just wanted to be clear on that. Uh, that's our show. I do want to. Before we get out of here, I want to give a shout out to the top livecast fans of the week and you can be a top livecast fan of the week using promo code livecast no uh go to our patreon 
patreon.com slash metal injection livecast and the top livecast fan tier is the ten dollar tier you get everything in the five dollar tier the bonus episodes video versions of our podcasts for the last year and you get a lovely shout out at the end of the show which is right now and uh let's see uh, how, how should we do it this week skull nick rap how, how is that just the hibbity hops just we got the Eric and the Robert Ganoush, a.k.a. Justin, Benjamin, El Dudorino, Dan R., Mindy Mayus, Kipper, Croc, Destroyer, Samuel, I am you well, I is you well, Jan Dirt, Shasur, Sasutitz, LaCroix, Crustacean, Sensation, a.k.a. God Stomper, Ash Buzz, hello! Dallas, oh. Raba, Vampiro, and Shane. Oh, Hugo likes tacos and the Lando Dags. Perilous Patches. Douglas, who are you? Levison. I was hoping for some guitar scratching in there. Trump sucks. <laughs> Trump sucks. Wear a fucking mask. <laughs> Next week on the show, Alex Skolnick to talk about his rap career. He's a rebel. He's and the, uh, this good political information out there for people to, to learn. And the inventor all... of uh, Cellmate will be on to talk about this product. <laughs> the reveal is that they're the same person. <laughs> <laughs> all righty. Well, that's our show. Thank you for tuning in. We love you. Stay safe. And see you next month. Because it's next week. It's next month. Yeah. Bye bye.